Greetings, and welcome to the Gospel Expedition, where we study the Gospel throughout the entire Bible, from Genesis to Revelation. I'm Leland Acker, pastor of LifePoint Baptist Church. The Gospel is the central message of the Bible, and the Gospel, more succinctly defined, you can find it in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 3 through 4, where Scripture says that Jesus Christ died for our sins in accordance with Scripture, that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day in accordance to Scripture. This is the central, fundamental message of the Bible, and it is the message of Christianity, central belief of Christianity, and the message that Christianity seeks to take to the world. The gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ for our sins, is vitally important to us. Because it's through the gospel, the death of Jesus Christ for our sins, that we find redemption. This is where we find forgiveness. This is where we've been cleansed from our sins. The burial of Jesus Christ shows his complete death. He was fully dead. And then the resurrection shows his power over sin, his power over the grave, his power over death, and his power to take life again and to ascend to be at the right hand of the throne of God. And it's through the resurrection that we have hope for eternal life. It's because of the resurrection that we have that confident expectation that if you know Jesus as your Savior, you'll be in heaven. You'll be in God's kingdom, living with him forever in his glory, in the glory of his kingdom, without sin, without suffering, without pain, without disease, without heartache, but to live joyfully and peacefully forever. You know, that was God's original intent for us when he created the world, was for us to live joyfully and peacefully in our presence. But we rebelled against him. Genesis chapter 3, when they ate of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And then from that point on, we have been in rebellion against God. The gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ for our sins, according to the scriptures, is the plan that God had to redeem us from that rebellion, to take the punishment for that rebellion upon himself so that we wouldn't have to, so that he would once again be able to dwell with us and we with him in his kingdom. The gospel is the central message of the Bible. Everything in the Bible either sets up the gospel, foretells the gospel, foreshadows the gospel, illustrates the gospel, or declares the gospel. And in Genesis chapter 1, the Bible is setting up the gospel by introducing us to God and demonstrating his character to us through his creation. And that's a biblical concept as well. You get to know God through the scriptures and also by seeing his glory in the creation. Which is why Psalms 19.1 says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows his handiwork. Today, as we look at Genesis chapter 1, verses 14 through 19, we see God's perfection in his creation. And the three points of perfection we'll see is we'll see how he ordered the stars in the seasons, the way the creation all works together, and the fact that God saw it as good. So read with me in Genesis chapter 1, verses 14 through 19. The Bible says, And God said, Let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night, and let them be for signs and for seasons, and for days and years, and let them be lights in the expanse of the heavens to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made the two great lights, the greater light to rule the day, and the lesser light to rule the night and the stars. 
And God set them in the expanse of the heavens to give light on the earth, to rule over the day and over the night, and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning the fourth day. We see God's perfection and how he ordered all this, how he created the sun. And we find as we study astronomy and we study science that the earth is the perfect distance from the sun. Any closer to the sun and the earth would be too hot to sustain life. Any further from the sun and the earth would be too cold to sustain life. The earth is located the exact perfect distance from the sun enabled in order which enables it to sustain the life that God created and put upon it. I mean, that is precision. That is perfection to give the sun to rule the day, the lesser light, the moon to rule the night and the moon, its function being to reflect the sunlight onto the dark side of the earth to give a little bit of light during the nighttime shows also the perfection of God and how that is all arrayed. And the Bible actually teaches us in Genesis chapter 1 that he set the stars in the sky and he set the constellations so that we could look up in the sky at night and see the stars and know what the seasons were doing, knowing where we were in terms of the rotation around the sun and the orbit around the sun and to be able to set our crop patterns, when to plant, when to harvest, when to do certain activities that must take place during certain seasons. All of this was lined out before man was ever created. That's why God set up the universe the way he did. Everything was done in perfection. And when you look at the creation and you look at how God set everything up, the sun, the moon, the stars, the functions thereof, I mean, even the phases of the moon have a function to it. When God set all of that up, it showed his perfection, his perfection in the way he plans, his perfection in the way he creates and how his creation all works together according to his will. You see the perfection of God. And that's why Psalm 19 says the heavens declare the glory of God in the firmament. That would be the nighttime sky. The firmament shows his handiwork. You see the perfection of God in the ordering of the stars and the seasons. You see the perfection of God in the way that the creation all works together. Animals and people, we breathe in oxygen. We breathe out carbon dioxide. We breathe in oxygen. We breathe out carbon dioxide. And if that's all that ever happened, you might think that someday the world could possibly run out of oxygen, except... The plant life does the opposite. Plant life takes in oxygen and expels, excuse me, plant life takes in carbon dioxide and expels oxygen. The plant life takes in carbon dioxide, expels oxygen. And this is why the tropical rainforests are of such importance to our planet, because you have a large concentration of plant life, which takes in the carbon dioxide that man breathes out and it converts it back to oxygen in which man breathes in. And we could go through many different parts of the creation. We can look at how those plants are constructed in the first place and how their biology works. The, uh, we could look at the way the food chains work. We could look at the cycle of life. We could look at how everything works together. It all works together in perfection. Once again, showing the perfection of God. 
And when we get to the end of our passage here in verses 14 through 19, we see in verse 14, excuse me, that was verse 18, God saw that it was good. And you notice that whenever God completes a phase of construction of the universe, he sees that it is good. Goodness comes from God. We studied that in the last episode of the Gospel Expedition, how God is good. And there's a really beautiful quote by a couple of missionaries who tell us that nothing comes from the hand of God that is not intrinsically good. He is the good God who does all things for good. That was the words of Barnabi Asahoto and Samuel Nuea. Beautiful words. God is good. God saw that his creation is good, and that reminds us once again that he is good. So as we are embarking upon this journey to explore the gospel through the Bible, beginning at Genesis all the way to Revelation, looking at Genesis 1, we're setting this whole thing up, and we are seeing the attributes of God through his creation. We are being introduced in Genesis chapter 1 to our creator, God. Take some time and get outdoors today. Take a look at the night sky tonight. Take in some of the scenery of the countryside and see God's glory revealed therein. My name is Leland Acker. I'm the pastor of Life Point Baptist Church in Early Texas. You can find us online at pointtolife.net. This has been the Gospel Expedition. May God bless you.